0: So during the month of June, we have been talking about, we've been exploring about the ways that we relate to our bodies, the ways that we relate to our bodies and and how we can do that in a new way and to to actually consider that our bodies are not just, um, you know, just flesh and bones and blood and All sorts of things just carrying us around, you know, carrying our consciousness around. But that we are truly, this is, part of who we are. That these bodies are, in fact, clear paths to the divine. The invitation this month is for us to explore how we relate to these bodies. These magnificent, magical creations so that we can awaken to a higher idea that the body that we have right here, right now, this body, your body right here, right now is perfect. It is the perfect expression of God right here in this moment. It is your body. I mean, our bodies, your body is the one thing that you have that is yours. It is intimately yours, personally yours. And in our intention here at Concordia as a center for spiritual living to be grounded in principles and to stand in wisdom and and to be led by vision we can move to a closer experience of the divine by not just thinking about our bodies, not just relating to them, but actually by being in them, present in them, and knowing that spirit is right here as these. Because what we call our body are conduits. They're conduits between our own individualized expression and the divine. Between all nature, it is in these bodies that we are actually relating to the divine. It's how we relate to one another. Otherwise, what are we? You know, what would we be without some, a body to be conscious of? Well, you know, we would be nebulous. There's a form. There's a form. In order to have consciousness, there must be something to be conscious of. Dr. Holmes says in The Science of Mind, he writes, our founder, that the body is mental and spiritual. Body's not to be denied. We are to affirm that body is a combination of spiritual ideas harmoniously expressing life. You see, these forms that we call our body are tools for spirit manifesting what was imprinted in divine mind. First cause, spirit knows itself as you. In the infinite past, in the infinite past, spirit had an idea of you as you. And spirit does not, spirit only knows. And so in in having an idea, it is knowing that idea of you and what else of itself could it make you and know you as but of itself. It made each one of us, we are individualized expressions of divine mind. Spirit said, I am. I am Pam, I am Alan, I am Tracy I am Janet, I am Brian I am, and when we say that when we say that identify ourselves, we think that we're separate and that we're cut off and that that, oh, this is just the name that I have no, that consciousness that is saying I am it is the spirit that is in you that is showing up as you that is declaring and knowing I am, here I am here I am and when we cut ourselves off from this, then we are cutting ourselves off from our very relationship to the divine. And we may even be cutting others off. And there we're having a relationship to the divine as expressed as us and through us. You know, every single structure of these bodies are amazing. If we were to take time to think of it, the complexity of all of the processes and everything that is, that is necessary and needed, uh, these are miracles. Well, in, in Science of Mind, we, you know, we talk about miracles. We don't talk about miracles in the same way as, as you know, that, like they can't be explained. Miracles, something that could be explained at a higher level of consciousness from where we at may appear as a miracle. So I don't want anyone to misunderstand me. Well, it's like when I say hope. Religious science would go, oh no, we have faith, not hope. Well, I have hope, and eventually that might be faith. But to me, faith is built on the framework of hope, and it is the same way that that where I'm standing right now, my understanding of these bodies. Well, yes, there is a consciousness that knows, and there are scientists that know this is a miracle. Would you agree? You know, put your hand to your heart. It says, you know what? My body's a miracle. My body is a miracle. And not just, not just our individual bodies, but you know what? All bodies. All bodies are miracles. All bodies, whether they look like my body or not whether a body fits into the traditional definitions of, of what a body should look like or what you want it to look like, or even the degrees of health and what we call health. That, that all of that, all bodies are miracles. There are cells dancing in a ballet with one another. Every breath that we breathe is spirit in rushing and filling us up in order to express more fully into the world through us. We are the avenue by which spirit, spirit. You know, the Hebrew, ruha, is the word for spirit, which means breath. You know, even the the vowels for, in the Old Testament, the, the... the Tetragrammaton, the name of God, Jehovah, the I Am that I am, Yod Hey Vah Hey, Yod Hey Vah Hey, are breath sounds. Spirit is breath, and we are the channels by which spirit is known in the world. And so we need to honor these bodies. Our bodies are truly divine. And it is the fullness of God, and by getting acquainted with them are really becoming familiar with them. And that's what we have been making time for and space for this month, is to check in. What am I sensing? What am I feeling? What do I need? What do I want? What matters? And bringing that even into the sensations that we feel in our body, we can begin to recognize that they truly are divine instruments. And our bodies don't only just tell us what it is that's going on within us, but it is also, these are the vehicles by which we access and hear the voice of spirit. It is through these bodies that we experience and access our intuition. Those nudges, those taps on the shoulder. And sometimes, even if we ignore Those nudges might become louder. It can even create dis-ease in our bodies when we are ignoring the the messages that our body is trying to give us. The body is worth our attention. It's truly our gift from God. We've talked this month about a few of the ways that our bodies communicate with us. We've touched on, and I just want to touch on this with our feelings and emotions, uh, the sensations that we have in our bodies. This is one way that we can can access the what is going on within us. And what happens? You know, these bodies are are like antennas. They're antennas. And they are, are sending messages and receiving messages. And at and, and any time we have an experience through our emotions, our feelings, the sensations that are going in our bodies, it is actually reverbing, resonating with what our preconceived, what our, our judgment is around this experience. What, how we see ourselves, what we know ourselves to be in relation to this situation. Does that make sense? You know, I mean, if you see something you don't like and you see it, then you can, you, you, know, you don't even have to think about it. It's, you, you can feel in your body, oh, I don't like this. Now, our bodies are not the absolute authority around reality, capital R, like the divine truth. But they are the absolute authorities about what our truth is. How we think about something, how we feel about something, what we have come to conclude about something. We can, we may think we can fool others. We can fool others on, on, we could say something while we may be thinking something else within us, but you can't do that to your body. Your body knows because it's you so spending time to actually check in well how do i feel about this what if you have something feels off Then it's it's time to investigate doesn't mean that i'm necessarily going to say well you know that my body how i feel is is the way that i it's one bit of information it's one bit of information i may want to investigate that and go well what don't i like about this now, there's an other communication and messages we receive from our body, and some of it can be from unhealed trauma and hurt. We talked about this last week in The Body Remembers. You see, when when we are encountering trauma in whatever way, any traumatic experience, you know, and, and some experience, just shock, you know, we go into shock. We go into shock. And our bodies continue, they take care of us, and we almost act out, almost mechanical, while we may not be consciously thinking about, our bodies are just doing what they need to do, but guess what? It's having that experience. And, And sometimes that shock, that trauma can be so painful that we don't want to even look at it. We don't want to process it, we don't want to even we want to ignore it we, you know, not even to look at it and shake it off we are so good at this we are so good at finding ways to put off feeling what we're actually feeling we can talk about it we can complain about it we can tell people the way it should be if it was only this way we numb ourselves distract ourselves do all sorts of things In order to cut ourselves off from feeling that which is still going on within our bodies. And our brains are telling us and telling our bodies and saying, this is still going on. It's still going on and it's using energy in order to keep the inner chaos at a minimum. Just keep it down, keep it tight, under wraps. And so we need to make space for this if we love our bodies. Because how can we even be present in our, this present moment if there's a part of us, if there are many parts of us that are busy keeping the past at bay, while all in every moment seeing the present moment. We can't even see the present because we're still tending to the past. And everything that shows up is a, is a reaction to what happened back then. Not always, many times. So there are messages that our body's giving us. Are we taking the time to listen and tend to them? And there is back of this. I started this even saying that these are conduits. These these bodies are conduits. Back of this, there are other messages that we receive as well from the body, through the body. And it is the voice of intuition. Back of the trauma, back of our limited thoughts, back of our our preconceived ideas and judgments, there is this thing within us, this thing called life, that which is saying, "I am." Back of this, it is here, guiding and directing. And and why is? How do I know this to be true? Because I am that. I am. I am. I, life is expressing as myself, and so the life that is in me. It's looking out for itself. It's looking out for me. And so through these conduits, it is, it is always there, ready to provide us inspiration, intuition. Dr. Holmes says that intuition, this is a paraphrase, intuition is to human beings what instinct is to animals. What we call instinct in animals our instincts, we just call intuition. It's the same. It, but it is the mind of spirit within us that is, that is here to say, which, which way should I go? Spirit, which way should I go? What is love wanting to express through me? If we ignore our intuition, if we ignore our desires, the body will give us signals, just like it will give us signals in in any of these other areas, if we have a limited idea, if we are are having trauma, if we are open to something larger, if if we are only approaching our bodies from the head down, it will continue to speak and speak and speak and speak and get louder and louder. until sometimes it can feel like life is, is just happening to you. You know, when Kevin and I were in Colorado and, and it was when I got the call to come here, our lives looked in Colorado. It was like our, we did not belong in Colorado. We loved people there. We, there were things we loved about Colorado, but our life and the way that it felt in our bodies, I mean, we spent months, literally, it was just, we did not recognize our lives. We did, It was as we were on an alien, it felt like we were on an alien planet. We, this is not a, life had moved everything, for us, this direction, you know, doors slamming shut, and you only. Now, if we maybe have listened a little closer, Maybe not all of, the, all of the things that we went through in order to wake up to listen might not have been necessary. So I'm giving you some hints here. Pay attention. Pay attention. Listen, because it doesn't have to get. There doesn't have to be drama to get the message. What keeps us? What keeps us from listening? Because yeah, we're so accustomed to dismissing them, right? We're so accustomed to dismissing it, and you know we push through things. And, and I'm too busy. I, you know, I'll get some more sleep later. Thinking that we should transcend the physical somehow, when in fact it is one. It is one. It is one. And if I'm going to have a deep experience of the divine, for me to ignore my bodies and what is going on in my body is to, in fact, ignore all of the divine. What is it that makes a still small voice in and, and our consciousness, in our spirits, in our hearts more important than the whispers that are arising from our bodies? Are there things that you might be feeling and sensing in your bodies? Messages that maybe you've been ignoring or putting off? Of course, none in this room. <laughs> but when you leave here and you think about it, check in. What am, I, what am I sensing about this? What am I feeling? What What is the divine in me as me sensing and feeling? You know, we've been taught to minimize our bodies. We've been taught to even apologize for them. I had a stress test this week. I, a couple months ago, I was having some issues. And, then, you know, they just want to rule some things out, cardiac, you know, um, with my heart. And so I had a stress test this week. And, and I was standing there in the room, in the room, and, um, and the nurse is putting the um, the sensors on my body. My shirt's off and she's standing in my space and I'm feeling a little, you know, and I'm just feeling a little uncomfortable. She's like, and, you know, she's putting these things on me. And, um, and I heard myself say, oh, I'm sorry, you have to look at my roles. <laughs> and in that moment, in that moment, It was like, oh, I mean, she looked at me and she, you know, she just shrugged and just sort of, you know, and that was a joke. It was a joke. (laughs) And I heard my body say, can you love me just like this? We minimize our bodies. Our bodies are the place where our individual soul presses up against that one soul. It's the vehicle that lets us participate in the world. Dr. Holmes writes, the physical body exists that the body may function on this plane. Body is not an unreality, quite the reverse. It is a divine and perfect reality when rightly understood. Spiritual, physical, flip sides of the same coin. It's one. It's one. This is not the same. You won't hear this teaching the same elsewhere. This week, continue. This month, continue. This, you know, in our lifetimes, let us continue to be grounded in our bodies. Grounded in our bodies. Grounded in principle. Grounded in the truth that spirit is showing up in the world as us. So that we can be a blessing to our bodies just as they are a blessing to us there's a affirmation for this week I listen to my body knowing that it is knowing it is speaking as God I listen to my body knowing it is speaking as God and say that with me I listen to my body Knowing that it is speaking as God and so it is. <laughs> uh, so that is my message for this morning, but I don't I'm not quite done. <laughs> not quite done. I wanted to just take a moment to because us talking about bodies. Us talking about living holistically living with all our parts living a spirit soul and body and, and honoring and, and and knowing that it is divine we know this on an individual level we know that whatever happens in one part of our body is in fact happening to all of our body is it that's it not true You know, I mean, if you stub your toe, it's not like, I mean, where do you feel this in your body? (laughs) But it was just my toe. In our collective bodies, we're part of collective bodies. We are part of the body of life, the universe, of of all the, the body of God. We are part of that body. And what happens in one part of the body happens to all of the body. We are part of the body of sentient beings. And what has happened to one living being in truth, in principle, if we have the mind to see it and the heart to receive it, that what is happening to one living being has happened to all living beings. And humanity, as Americans. What has happened this week, particularly around the Roe v. Wade with the Supreme Court, the decision of a few bodies, a few bodies, trying to make a decision for all bodies, telling other bodies what they can and cannot do, and believing that this is justice and that it is just and that it is right, it's wrong. It's outrageous. And that we are here in 2022, that we are needing to put a period on the sentence that all bodies are equal and that I don't need someone else to tell me that, and that we live in a world where there are bodies who are telling other bodies, men in particular, telling women who and what they can do. It is wrong, it is outrageous. And if I can only be in peace in my body when, you, when your body is doing what I think it should be doing. I can only be in peace. In a world that works for all, each one's body is their own. And this morning I want to take a moment for us to acknowledge the pain the collective pain, the unacknowledged pain body in this collective space. Because what happens in one body is felt throughout the body. And what I talked about with trauma and hurt and, and, and if we don't acknowledge it, then we are cutting ourselves off from the gift of that experience. The In fact, the guidepost. These giants, these so called obstacles, are in fact invitations for us to, to shake off smallness, to claim our power. This decision by the Supreme Court was an act against women and people born as female. And it is not their decision to make, it's ours. It's our decision of what we do around our lives. And in the the spirit and power of community, we can come together to acknowledge what's going on in the world and to set an intention of who and what we are and to feel. With that, what I'd love to do is to invite all of our women to stand. And if you're on the gender spectrum, whatever you're comfortable in doing, and, and at home, I would invite you to do this as well. And we're doing this so that we may see you because what I'm declaring and knowing is that this is a safe place. This community is a safe place for women. As the spiritual leader, I, I I'm owning this. And the men in the room, we're going to acknowledge these women. We're going to acknowledge all women, because under the system of patriarchy that we are under, we have benefited from this. We have, we have been groomed by it. We have privileges as a result of it. And the time is over. It's done. And, and we can say that in this space. And so, men, I want you to raise your hands. I want you to look at the woman around you. And there's only a few of us in here. But we're going to speak in a moment. And so I want you to raise your hands. Make eye contact with you, can with the women around you. And I want you to hold your hands up to them. And women, you receive. You receive. You receive. You don't need to bless. We are here to bless. And men, I want you to repeat after men. I see you. I see you. you. I hear you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. And I need to hear you myself up here. I hear some. But let the women, Is it if, if it was just your voice alone speaking to all women, speak to the women here. I see you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. I see you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. I see you. I I hear you. Your voice matters to me. I see you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. And women, you may be seated. As I just go ahead and speak this, because as men, we cannot know your experience. We cannot know and do not know what it is like to walk in the world as a woman. I do not know what it is like to be to be dis, be dismissed or to be disqualified, to be quieted or ignored. I do not know what it feels like to be routinely, to be reti- routinely that where my story is not believed. I don't have that experience. But as the spiritual leader of this community, what I can say and what I declare and what I promise and what I know about here, this center, this space, I say, I say directly to you, I see you, I hear you, your voice matters to me and to all of the men in our community, say this with me men, I see you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. Just breathe a then. I invite everyone to place their hands to their heart. And say, let's say to ourselves, I see you. I hear you. Your voice matters to me. Look at those around, women, now you can share. You can share with one another. I see you, look around. I hear you, your voice matters to me. I see us, I hear us, and our voice matters. We matter. May these affirmations, may these meditations of our heart support us and heal us. It makes some difference here and in the world. And so it is.